Sports Minutes with Elliot Danker and Ziaul Roshan. Money FM 89.3. It is now time for Sports Minutes. I'm Elliot Danker together with Ziaul Roshan. Not gonna lie, I've been waiting for this since I read news yesterday. <laughs> yep, it's exciting news. I guess one of the worst kept secrets in local football. They've confirmed that Sutomo Ogura will take over the reins of the Singapore national team. And I say worst kept foot, uh, secret in football, local football, because his name was already top of the conversation thanks to the the friend we have here. Yes, in the studio with us is Deepan Rajaganasan, ST Sports Reporter. How are you doing, Deepan? I, I, I feel you've got a lot of pent-up thoughts since yesterday night. <laughs> pent-up thoughts, ah? Yeah, so I mean, feeling good. Uh, it's, it's just the start of the year. We've yes, got some yes. news yeah. on the national coach. Long year ahead, perhaps, uh, in terms of what he will do and how our results will be. Mm, we're not going to say exactly, but uh, I wonder if the T-shirt you're wearing is reflective of the state that we're in. Just saying. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's first hear from our new national football team coach. This is what he had to say last night. Why I come here? Because I want to do, do something for challenge. Yeah? It's meaningful. Uh, our player too. I would like to say all the player or in the Singapore, the professional player, all be challenge to come to the national team. That's my message to everyone. It's a uh, uh, communication is very very important. It's communication not only language, then also feeling, then it's a uh, relationship, also important. So meaning is not so much different from in Japan and Singapore. Of course, the player is a character with movie culture. Then I uh, would like to learn from uh, player too, coaching staff too, because uh, I respect to the local people and Singapore people. Then also learning from culture. Then so uh, I want to building up. It's like uh, a Singapore style, Singapore way, where I'm looking for to the new side or Singapore way. There you have it, Ogura-san laying down the marker for what is up for grabs in his two-year tenure. Deepen, much like the t-shirt you're wearing, New World Order? Yep, I, I do think so. I mean, at the end of the day, I, I think I just want to address something first and foremost. So I, I have been uh, around, you know, so to speak, for the last three appointments, including Ogura. Uh, before him was Takayuki Nishigaya and of course Tatsuma Yoshida. I, I would say that that there is this expectation almost for them to fail, you know, when they arrive because of the CV. These are not coaches that ring a bell amongst any football fans. They don't excite you. That is a fact, right? I, I think 9 out of 10 fans will tell you that unless you're, of course, a Japanese football fan. But even an average Japanese football fan might not know who uh, Ogura is because he's worked more or less in the background. But I think we've got to try and be excited because of these three Japanese coaches that I've mentioned, Ogura seems to have the most experience. And I, I think you've got to try and be positive because I didn't have that positive feeling about the first two coaches. Mm. But the reason why I'm positive about this hire is because he came across as sincere, as genuine, as someone who is willing to learn about our culture, but at the same time also use the best practices from over 30 years of experiences that he has had and try and lift the Singapore football team. So, I am feeling positive about this hire, yes. Okay, before we hear from uh, FAS President Bernard Tan, because he was, you, you might think that because it's the third consecutive Japanese hire that perhaps there's some kind of an agenda here. Well, he comments on that word agenda in just a bit. I, I do want to deepen it. As a follower of local football, is there 
maybe a similarity and we are aspiring to play like the Japanese team? Yeah, so I don't think it's aspiring to play like the Japanese football team. But I think what we have accepted is currently our locals are not good enough. So when your locals are not good enough, you look at the next best thing. Okay. Yes, and, and to me, maybe Europe, they might think that it's someone who doesn't really understand the Asian culture. Okay, okay. So perhaps they look at South Korea or, or Japan, right, yeah, for yeah. example. But I think you cannot fault fans and the fraternity for thinking, why another Japanese coach? I think that's fair because yeah. you appoint two Japanese coaches and then a third one comes in. Of course, people are going to wonder. Like what's going on, right? Of course, yeah. people are going yeah. to question. So yeah. that part of it is fine. But at the same time, regardless of nationality, you got to give this guy a chance because yep. you cannot say just because the, the two previous guys failed. It's like you taking on a job in, in any industry. The two guys before you are probably Singaporeans, right? Are you going to say that this guy, you, you coming in, you're going to fail at a job because the two others failed? Of course not, right? Yeah, that's not fair. So let's right? give yep. him a, a fair yep. chance is what I'm saying. Regardless of the 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 feeling you get from mm. the fact that it's it's a third Japanese it's not his fault it's not Ogura's fault yeah. that the previous two were Japanese right. they right. just happen to be there so Deepan saying the looking at Japanese coaches as a marker in terms of standards here's what Bernard Tan had to say when the word agenda was thrown at him no there is no agenda to exclude any nationality or to pick any nationality so the fact that we actually we actually interviewed people from multiple uh, 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 nationalities, some of which you also know, <laughs> which we didn't disclose, but we also know. So it, it does show that we actually tried uh, to be as broad as possible. I don't think it's any wonder that Japanese coaches are quite sought after globally. Um, you do know that they have probably the most advanced ecosystem in Asia. Right? And if we want to seek a coach that understands where Asian football is and how to go, Obviously, I think the adaptability as well as the knowledge of the ecosystem, knowledge of football, is probably will place them at high demand. Uh, was the GFA involved? No, the GFA was not involved, but obviously before Ogurosan signed on, um, we did reference checks and he passed the flight funds. There you have it, FAS President Bernard Tan debunking any notions of an agenda to go down the Japanese route again. Deepan, you touched on it right before we heard from Bernard there, but I want to ask you, you say fans should give Ogura a clean slate, but are they almost allowed to have this baggage because of how the two appointments went? Yeah, I, I think they have every right to have this baggage because you look at the performances and results over the last two, ten years of Yoshida and Nishigaya, it has not been impressive, let's just say that. So, of course, you're going to feel fatigued when the next guy comes in. To go back to, to what you started the question with, you said Bernard Tan has debunked um, the myth around the Japanese coaches. I don't think he has debunked it. I think he attempted to debunk it. So, to me, why I say that is because at the end of the day, it's only the hire that can explain why they hired a specific person. As journalists in the room, we can ask why. We can ask the questions. But the answer that comes out, you know, it's them trying to convince us, right? I was not convinced. So I, I think because when you hire someone, you've got to give an exact explanation for why you picked that person. So Elliot asked me a bit earlier on, why do you think we have gone for a Japanese coach again? Based on what I read, based on what I can see of his CV, I can tell you that it's his experience, 30 years of experience. But Bernard or perhaps Yazin, the Gensec, they have to explain why amongst all these different coaches that applied for the job, I mean, I'm sure they have experience too, right? It can't be rookies who are just applying for the job. They have got to explain why they picked Ogura 
over the others. And then this will help a average local football fan understand the direction the FAS is heading in. You cannot respond to a journalist's question to say, oh, this is not about the, the hiring process or I don't want to get into the hiring process. No, you must get into the hiring process because you have to try and help the fans understand what is the direction they are heading in. You cannot just say that he passed the check with flying colours. What is this check? What is this flying colours? What are you referring to? You cannot just use buzzwords and think the fan would say, Yep, yep, Ogura-san, yes, he's going to be the next next coach. I will support him. You cannot say that. You've got to explain to the fans. And as journalists, we can ask the questions. But if that's the explanation, then I think that's the explanation. You, you can't go beyond that. We can't keep forcing Bernard Tan or, or Yazin for answers. So in that part, you can understand why fan, fans are not convinced. Because you listen to what Bernard says. Are you really convinced? No. You can only try and explain the experience part. But beyond that, this is what FAS needs to do better. Mm. Uh, sports journalist extraordinaire Dipin Rajganasan speaking for everyone who opens their LinkedIn going why the HR never reply my application <laughs> <laughs> have you spoken to the players yet though how, how are they feeling about this yeah so I, I think the players uh, through the media had a inkling of who was next uh, I'm sure they would have done their Google checks to see where is this guy from but I think most of the uh, what they feel about him would have come through watching him uh, in his interviews whether it's on Instagram or I think he went on TV as well to give an interview. So I think the first impression might be similar to what we feel that this guy looks like he's endearing, looks like he's up for the challenge and he wants everyone to pull in one direction. But I think it will only come to the fore when they get together as a team and then they see how he's like. like I wrote this in my story. I said that, you know, when Nishigaya got the sack, it was quite telling that mm. uh, no player on social media, you know, bid farewell to him. I think, I think that tells you a lot because it shows you that yeah, yeah. he didn't quite have that relationship with the players. Yeah. And I think for a country like Singapore, um, not saying that we are not good football players, but I think you've got to win the man over before you win the football fans over. Sadly, So yeah. I, I think that's what he has to do uh, first and foremost. Yeah, and I think that's my biggest takeaway from attending the press conference yesterday in a sense where Ogura-san seems to have the endearing capabilities to try and win the boys over. And I think it was a point made... Uh, during the press conference as well that it's not so much about tactics it's more about man management Deepen, to your point asked about tactics but Ogura was keen to say I want to speak to the players first he's put pen to paper on a two-year contract Gensek, uh, Yazin Buhari revealed there was a plus two option but he declined it because he wants to earn it on merit right but in terms of earning it on merit what are the tangible markers here's FAS President Bernard Tan uh, laying out what the tangible markers are I think our fans know. They know where we stand. But what they want to see is a Singapore team that goes out fighting. If we have to go down, we go down fighting. If we have to lose, the clock world is loose in the most glorious way. right? We want to see that fighting spirit. And we want to see that occur throughout the game. right? I have men had mentioned many issues with uh, Oguro-san, and he will obviously have to address them. But we want to see a team in Singapore fighters. Right? Um, playing with an identity. Um, the question was asked, are there any tangible targets? That is a tangible target, and which is why the two-year time frame is something I think we need to give to him. We also do this in a very uh, calculated way. Obviously, by the time we finish 2025, the qualification campaign for the Asian Cup will probably be over and the SEA Games will be done. And that's a good time for us to take stock as to whether he has achieved the goal of actually having an ability to play and to play football in a way that we all count. 
Okay, time to put Deepan on the spot. Which Premier League manager press conference do you think that Bernard Tan watched first before saying that? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like that, right? Play with the identity. But but what is... Uh, how do I know? F- first of all, buzzwords again. Mm. Um, I, I don't think a FAS president should be talking about identity. I think this should be something that technical director should should really talk about. But I, I do understand what he means though. Yeah. So under Takayuki Nishigaya, I don't think our national football team showed at any point how we want to play under Takayuki Nishigaya. And that's something that Ogura has to sort out. So when we say identity, we're not saying that it needs to be swashbuckling, it needs to be attacking. It can be defensive and still have an identity. So I think that's what we have to try and see whether Ogura can really try and do with the national okay. team. Uh, at the end of the day, I think what we also need to be realistic about is patience, right? Mm. I don't think, you know, in the next few months, Ogura is going to come in and straight away be able to implement the style that he wants to implement. It's going to take time. I mean, yeah. we United fans know we've been <laughs> we've been watching our team for some time now and we still don't know what the identity is. Yeah. So let alone for the Singaporean football team. So as fans, as journalists, as media personnel, we got to give it time we got to support it uh, until the point where we realise this is not working out and I hope it doesn't happen for Ogura. Yeah, you talk about fatigue, you talk about baggage, you talk about patience as well. In terms of fans listening in now, what can they hold on to and hope for in the next few months at least? Because we often discuss this, even the Unleash the Raw project is a long-term project. Surely there needs to be a bit of an immediate shot in the arm to see that, to try and take the negativity away basically. Yeah, so it's a difficult balance to to strike, right? Because at at one hand, you are you are talking about having patience; it's a long term process. But in the meantime, you're also losing fans. You're also losing people who become disinterested in the team. So Ogura has a fight on his hands to ensure that in these two games against China, uh, which happened in March, it cannot just be a write off. He he needs to show some semblance of tactics, or we need to get results. So I I think the stopgap measure for now is basically in these two games against China to get a positive result. When I say positive result, I am talking about a draw or I'm talking about even, who knows, a win. So you cannot just go in there and say, you know, it's the first two games, you just need to show some signs of uh, progress. I, I don't think that cuts it now. He has got the experience, right? He's talked about 30 years of, uh, of being in a job, whether it's a head coach, a technical director or assistant coach. He will know what he needs to do to get a positive result out of these two. And Yazin did talk about it. He said... There are four games remaining in the World Cup qualifiers. We do see a merit in getting something mm. out of those games. Are you going to get a result against South Korea at home? Probably not. It's the games against China. It's the game against Thailand that we're looking at. So let's see if Ogura is able to almost do a miracle in the first few games. All right. Uh, Dipin Raj Ganesan speaking there. We'll let him do his job and press the FAS to give us better answers. As always, us fans, we listen to you. We'll do our job and we'll remain patient. Thank you, Dipin, for taking the time. Thank you. Sports Minutes on Money FM 89.3.